0: Welcome back to the Plant Wisdom Podcast. I'm Emily Smith, your host of Guide to Wholeness, and I help women who feel disconnected connect to their souls work. And in this episode, so excited to share with you, I interview the one and only Katie Hess of Lotus Way. So if you've been hearing about flower essences and you wanna learn more about how they can support you on your personal growth path, This episode is all for you. So Katie Hess is a flower alchemist, author of Flower Revolution, and founder of Lotus Way, one of the world's leading floral apothecaries. She travels the world in search of rare flowers with the healing qualities most needed by today's world, translating their benefits into an accessible method to bring more happiness into our daily lives. With her signature elixirs featured in O, the Oprah Magazine, the New York Times, and the LA Times, her flower powered community is thriving. She's the founder of the Self Arising Nature Center in Phoenix, Arizona, a center for flower essence education, experiences, and practitioner training. Find out what your favorite flower means about you at lotusway.com. In this episode, we talk about the wisdom of flowers, flower remedies, why they work, and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So welcome to the Plant Wisdom Podcast, Katie. I am thrilled to have you here. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Yes. So you are building something so beautiful with Lotus Way and using um, the wisdom of flowers and flower remedies. So I've just actually started using um, and learning about them myself. So can you explain to me and my listener, how do these flower remedies work?
1: Yeah, there's so many ways you could explain it. And I hope I don't know if you can hear the kids in the background. Last year, we, no. we decided. To, okay, we, last year we decided to host a Montessori school, and um, it's been so much fun. But sometimes our podcasts have the joyful kids' laughter in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, and they also take flower essences, which is really exciting. Uh, so how do flower remedies work? They are in a nutshell, capturing the life force of flowers specifically and sometimes plants and trees and introducing them into our bodies inside, outside, so that we can harmonize the energies, harmonize our subtle bodies and our energetic bodies. I know that some people think that that sounds like a little bit woo-woo, like, you know, Flowers have energy. But I often tell people like if if you look at your cell phone, like how does your cell phone work, right? And if someone had said, Emily, you're gonna carry a little box in your pocket in the future and music, poetry, your podcast, videos could all ride like on this magic invisible carpet through space so that it could reach other people across the world, we would have thought that was like totally crazy, right? Right. Um, But we use it every day, even though we don't understand the technology necessarily, we use it all the time. I mean, honestly, I still don't know how it works. And I I know people have told me it's waves and particles. Um, But, you know, the earth has been around for 4.5 billion years, and she has just as much uh, of the technologies that we use and for much longer. So when we spend time out in the wild as you know the plants are giving us upgrades and downloads and we're literally like absorbing information from them and even the trees you know the trees share information with each other plants share information about uh, how to heal and about oh there's a new parasite coming here's here's how you deal with it like every tree on the planet is it's all connected um, so we're simply like catching it kind of like Bluetooth as we walk by, you know, the information. So how that relates to flower remedies is we literally collect that life force from flowers and bottle it up so that if you take it internally or put it on your skin, it harmonizes anything that's staticky or out of balance. And there's, you know, so much we could go into, but that's kind of the short story.
0: Yeah, that's a very helpful explanation too of... Each flower has a different remedy that they bring to harmonize your body and sending out these waves too that we don't even know how they work or see it working necessarily um, in that sense. So that's really, really helpful. And goes into the next question of why is it so important to view the body as an energetic body, especially in using these flowers to support our wellness, our well-being. Um, how does our energetic body come into play with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about, you know, like Chinese medicine doctors for over 3000 years have been tapping into this energy body with the use of needles and, um, and other modalities. This is sort of like the modern version of um, acupuncture without the needles. And, um, you know, if you think about, like, of course, many people have heard about chakras. Some people have heard about nadis, the meridian system, and how all the organs connect. There is this energy body that's not only around us like an aura, but is interwoven. It's all of our fascia and organs and systems. And in, and in the world of energy medicine, we see that uh, beautiful energy body as being like the projector, and the physical body is like the screen. So if there's something wrong with a physical body, you know, it's like if we're we're watching a presentation, like Emily, if you were giving a presentation and then there's a shadow or something on the screen, we wouldn't go to the screen and try to remove it. All of us know to go back to the projector and remove the dust or whatever is there so that we can see your presentation. So the same is true in the world of energy medicine. If something is in your physical body, it has gone through a long process of trying to get your attention, emotionally, mentally, and, you know, a whole host of different patterns happening inside of us. And if we repress it or ignore it or just let it go a little too far, it will process itself into a point into your physical body as a final manifestation to say, "Okay, <laughs> there's really something you have to deal with right here." Um, and then that's when I think that, from my perspective it is wise to then bring in the body of the plant world. That's the point where we want to turn to herbs um, and work with the entire body of the plant so that we can heal our bodies. Whereas flower remedies are really dialing all the way back to the beginning saying, okay, what's here? What's in your subtle body? What messaging is here? What patterns? What self-limitations? What childhood issues or traumas or things have you buried or kind of shoved into the closet because they were too painful Um, or like little fragments of you that got stuck in the past that were kind of dragging around like baggage that's invisible. So the flower remedies will very gently. um, I mean, initially, it's just more about stabilization. Like you said, in terms of working with the energy body, it's like, okay, you need to sleep or you want to feel happy or you want to feel inspired to be able to do your work or you want energy so you can move and do things and then once you're the you know you've stabilized and it's like the flower remedies have this intelligence of their own and they understand when you're ready to go deeper then you can start sort of like sorting through some of that old stuff and finding those little fragments of yourself that want to come forward into the present moment to be healed yeah, that's super helpful
0: to view it that way as the physical body is like that screen where that's like the last point where it's showing you what's out of balance. And I never knew that either about using the whole plant too and the different parts of it once you reached, you know, the issue in the physical body. So that's very helpful in understanding too how the flower gets right to the root cause of that imbalance and, you know, things from our past that we've had to store in our bodies. That's very helpful to know that the flowers know where to go for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally brilliant, actually. It's like, they know exactly where to go and what part of your body to reside in. We've worked with um, several acupuncturists and they can, I mean, it's pretty astounding just by placing a bottle of flower remedies on your chest You know, they'll do like pre, before you have it on your body, they'll check your pulse, see which organs are off. What is your, what is your, what do your pulses feel like? And then they'll design a protocol of what they would do if they were seeing you as a patient and then put the flower remedies on your chest and everything changes. Your pulses change. So it's like you can skip the whole first appointment and go on to a second protocol. It's wild. And and there are things that we don't think about that are affecting us all the time. I think what I'm really coming to, to, to I mean, not only experience in my personal life when I have my own neurotic, crazy craziness arise, um, but also in watching loved ones, it's like there is, we are so complex as human beings and there is just so much stuff that we we never were taught how to deal with it. We're actually, we're taught how to repress things. It's like, well, you should be a good girl or a good boy, or you, should, you shouldn't you should get upset, or you shouldn't be angry, or like, sometimes we're just afraid that we're going to go nuts, and we're going to unleash, and that's scary. So we just tend to kind of like tamp it down or put it somewhere else or distract ourselves from actually facing the monsters inside of us. But there are so many things that, you know, if we look at it from a different perspective, that stuff is not actually us. Like we can afford to be gentle and compassionate with ourselves because that really isn't us. And I know it's hard to do that because most people probably like me have an inner kind of manager bossy one who's like, you shouldn't be feeling this way. (laughs) Yeah. But. But the flower essences can help turn down the volume on the things that aren't us and turn up the volume on the things that are us. So like, for example, if we're living in the United States, we are tapped into the collective consciousness of the US. And if you've traveled, you know what it feels like to land in a different country. And it's like, whoa, this feels so different here, Right. Um, So there's a little part of us that's kind of tethered in energetically to the collective consciousness of where we're living. Sometimes that's positive. Sometimes that's not so great. And we want to turn down the volume on that. Or maybe we've had past sexual partners that we've since broken ties with. And ancient masters have always said that kind of information stays in our energetic system for seven years. So we can work with flower remedies to to bump that time frame down to one year so that we don't have influence of someone else's dna affecting how we behave and feel and operate in the world so there's so many i mean yeah there's so many and also like your family generation like my flower essence teacher used to say what flower essences are really doing is that they're working with the cellular messaging in every one of our cells in which we're bombarded constantly by up to six to eight generations back in our lineage. So could that be awesome if your, you know, family is awesome? Yes. Could it also have like bad and ugly in it too? Yes. Because, you know, we might think we're having some original thought and actually it's like our great grandmother, great grandfather or something they struggled with So there are so many influences on us, and that's where the flower remedies can turn down the volume on all of those things and turn up our own true nature. I love that. That's very, very true
0: that we have all these influences and you don't think about that too that collective consciousness of where you live and how that affects you and how you don't even realize that, you know, in your day to day. That's a really good point in how the flowers can help you detach from that and turn the volume down. Is that why you believe flower are one of the most important plant medicines today? Are there other aspects of the flowers that you believe mm-hmm. are really needed at this time right now?
1: Oh, yeah. What a great question. Um Yes. Uh, I mean, so many reasons why they're important right now. I'm Frankly, I was thinking this morning, like, I don't know how anyone survives without flower remedies or meditation. Like, if I didn't have those two things, I would be insane. I'd be like an absolute nutcase. Like, I don't know how people survive without them, you know, just with so many things arising. And I want to mention, like, one of the things that I saw that plays into this is, so last year was a rough year and this year is a rough year for people for many different reasons. I noticed that every person in our community who was regularly taking flower remedies was totally unfazed by anything that happened last year. Like they we'd get on Zoom calls and they were like, "Yeah, I mean it feels kind of like a theater, you know, and I'm not really on stage. I'm not really a part of it. I just feel sort of Hmm, I'm observing it all happen and I'm not affected by it. And that's literally what everyone said. And I thought, wow, you know, I knew that red clover was a really good flower for helping people unplug from collective hysteria and chaos. But I learned that basically all flower essences are rooting us into our inner truth and the, to the energies of the earth in a way such that doesn't matter what people are saying around us or what they're saying on the news or any sort of fear propaganda that they're pushing. You literally are just so rooted into the seat of your own wisdom that you're like looking around and you're like, everything's fine. Everything's just fine. The second reason I would say it's one of the most important uh, remedies for today is because it helps your body rapidly detox. So any kind of toxic overload that we may face, you know, with the increasing chemicals in our environment, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can imagine all the different things that we're bombarded with. It's a way to help our body rapidly eliminate toxins and try to find its way more elegantly to its own natural self-healing balance point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's very helpful to understand. And I know last year too, I followed your videos, um, which were, I believe those acupressure points, right. And applying the oils, um, in certain ways to calm yourself. And I would do that all the time and it really did help. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you too. So what would you say is the difference between, um, essential oils and the flower essences because I have used mostly essential oils. That's what I use in my business and my healing, but I'm exploring more. And I've heard that the essences are more of like a feminine quality than the oils, but I'd love to know if you have any insight into that too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... I mean, just as nuts and bolts, in case any of your listeners genuinely like, what is the difference? Because um, they're often c- times confused. Yeah, essential oils are like the you know they require a tremendous amount of plant material. They you know like for as you I'm sure you know, forty roses are necessary for just one drop of rose oil. So they are like liquid gold. They're super precious. <laughs> I have have like so much gratitude for the. Farmers, you know, when I look at the essential oil and I'm like, holy mackerel, like how many oranges did this require or how many jasmine flowers did this require? Like, ah, like I feel lazy in comparison, you know, Um, but they're they're the distillation of what basically the literal juice coming right out of the plants that's highly aromatic must be diluted before putting on the skin in most cases. Not really for taking internally unless you're really skilled in that area. Um, and me personally, like how I experience them in my body. Cause we use a lot of essential oils too, is it's like this, it brings you into the now it's like, Oh my God, that smells so good. It's a self care ritual. It's sensuous. It's, it's like, it's enlivening. It brings all your senses alive. And it's like, Oh, I'm here right now. You know, you can't be thinking about something if you're smelling a rose or pink pepper or, you know, something really interesting. It's just like fully catches your attention. Uh, And then it's kind of like here and then it's gone. And then where I feel like, um, yeah, it's like an anchor. It anchors you into the present moment. Flower remedies are much more subtle. They don't have a scent. They're made by solar infusion from fresh flowers. You can use one to 10 flowers that will give you enough remedy for 10 years or longer Uh, One of the most sustainable forms of of medicine because you don't need all the plant material. There are several dilutions similar to the process of homeopathy. And it's more like liquid light, whereas essential oils are like liquid. Mm, It's like liquid lusciousness. (laughs) Um, but flower remedies are more like light. So they're like, you know, operating with the light or the music of your body. And a little bit more like long lasting but subtle. Like you can't always feel it right away. You know, like you mm-hmm. can't ignore if you smell rose oil, it's like, whoa, or jasmine, whoa, it's here. Flower essences, like, mm, may take like a day or two to really start to feel what's happening. they're they're subtle but then they go like super deep and they can unearth all kinds of crazy stuff inside of you that you didn't know was there in some ways i feel like essential oils are even though they're kind of like physically can be harsher on your skin i kind of feel like they're more sort of gentle counterpart it's like we're here to support you and aren't we amazing and the flower remedies are like we're here to support you too and (laughs) <laughs> the only way to move forward is if you yeah. like look at some of this stuff. <laughs> yes, to go deep
0: within. Yeah, that's a really helpful explanation. Um, yeah, I had an energy code healing session recently, and I was recommended uh, flower essences, um, one of Aspen and Mimulus, And
1: mm.
0: yeah, I didn't notice anything right away um but i noticed over time i think they're both like for anxiety like one is mm-hmm. like expected and one is and one is like known source and one is like unknown source i think it was um but they go very deep within i i feel like you're saying to those areas that we're not even aware of in us that need growth and healing
1: yeah yeah i mean you you don't really hear of healing crisis with essential oils. You do hear of healing crisis with flower remedies, and I would say it happens less and less. I would say probably one in ten times. But when you start working with some like more challenging flowers, you could have a pretty substantial healing crisis when 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 doors are open that invite you to walk through them. Hmm. But nothing that you can't handle, right? I mean, that's what I love about the rep. It's like not so intense that you're going to not be able to handle it. It's just it's got to come up to come out. And in the coming out, like the final liberation phase, you kind of have to look at it on its way out.
0: (laughs) Right. You have to feel it to heal it. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. Yeah, and I know I had a question about this one. Um, I saw you had the um, flower remedy, I think, of like the redwood tree, right? Yeah. Can you share a little bit about that? Because that one just intuitively I feel called to, but I'm wondering, you know, what is that good for for my listener who can hear like an example of how a uh, flower essence can help with self-discovery?
1: Yeah. I mean, even if you just think of, you know, you think of redwoods and, um, how they're so old and so yeah. ancient and, um, they contain so much wisdom around community and support. It can be really helpful when you feel unsupported, dizzy, um, it's, I always tend to think of it also as like father remedies. So like if our fathers weren't there or they, you know, they weren't present in our life as much as we needed them uh, to be, it helps give us that kind of stability and sense of ground and foundation, um, healing old father wounds and giving us a sense of like our own divine masculine within us. It can also just help us like be physically more stable, like in the cases of dizziness or seizures, um, where we just kind of feel unstable. It helps us be able to have better posture and stand tall and feel the ground under our feet and feel more firmly planted, as well as like a certain kind of belonging. You know, when you look at the redwoods growing in a circle together, it's that sense of like home you know that gives us a sense of warmth and that we're looked out for and we're cared for thank
0: you for sharing that that's so helpful i do think it's the father wound that i have been working on and also like healing the masculine aspects too because i think we see so much healing about the divine feminine but there's like a masculine healing too that's needed um
1: at least that I have felt, and oh my god, it's huge! <laughs> it's huge. I I wish I was really good at remembering statistics because I would just spout it off to you right now. But I I want to say seventy seven percent, but that might be wrong. But it, there was like a certain demographic that they looked at: how many Americans had no fatherly support? You know, when they just grow up with their grew up with their mother, or they they didn't have their biological father. And it was only like 77%. It's like, whoa, like, yeah, absolutely. This is a big issue for our entire country. Wow.
0: Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it's like this whole reparenting of yourself. um, Like it has such an impact on your development as a person. Um, So I love that these redwood like they're calling to me um and that's definitely what i want to try next because i get that sense too like what you're saying they grow in a circle and you feel that support like maybe that you never had growing up at least in the way that you wanted it to be um right and that's just like the healing opportunity that i see with these essences and these blends that you've created is you know having that energy of healing um that we couldn't access at a different point in our lives so and you have such a wide variety so this is like one of my questions that I'm just curious is like how do you know when to choose a new flower or a new plant to add to the um
1: collection that you offer Hmm. I mean, it's a little bit different when we have more ease of traveling (laughs) because then it just, you know, man, I feel like, wow, I've been so spoiled Um, because it could be something, you know, it's like, I would say intuitive. I mean, I I really don't want to think it's like on a whim, but I remember once a few years ago, just like out of nowhere, suddenly being obsessed with Iceland. I had never heard anyone talk about Iceland. I didn't know anything about it. I think I was like scrolling through Airbnb and I saw some, you know, photos of houses in Iceland and I was like, oh, I've got to go there. And I just got obsessed. And I, at the time I was working with this coach who was like, maybe you should explore that. Maybe that's important to look at, you know, and it was like, oh, that sounds too fun. I don't want to I don't want to do that because work should be hard. And. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up scheduling a a 10-day trip through Iceland that was one of the most incredible trips I've taken where we paired, I mean, we collected at least 15 different flowers from Iceland, and we got to sit in the hot springs and see some of the most beautiful landscapes I've ever seen. And there was an orchid there that I got intrigued with, so we were orchid hunting And that kind of started a whole new process of like, oh, I could have something in mind that's really hard to find. And then I could hunt it. So then for some of the collection trips after I, you know, just challenged myself to see what I could find. And there are other times where I just land into a place and it's the place that calls me. And then I just kind of surrender and say, show me where I'm supposed to go. And sometimes it's the animals that show me. And sometimes it's other circumstances that lead me to flowers and then I just kind of tune in and ask permission and figure out what it's for. And then we have a group of people, about 150 people um, back at home who work with the flower essence and, you know, double check that the information I got is correct. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of different every time. That's very cool. It does sound,
0: you know, intuitively led um, and based on your travels too, and you've been to so many places and I love that the plants come from all that. Cause like you were saying, every place has its own energy. That's like, you know, it's being taken as well into that plant and the um, essence yes. to the vibration.
1: Yes, absolutely. So like Iceland has, right. Like every flower is an antenna of a different flavor specifically but iceland as a place i found sort of the thread that runs through all of the plant life is the sense of divine curiosity it's like seeing the world through child's eyes it's like the wonder of everything whereas costa rica i found many of the flowers to be about uprooting deep subconscious fears like weird stuff that we don't even want to look about, look at like fear of persecution or fear of being prey to a predator. You know, like, you're just like, yeah. and then a lot of the flowers in Southeast Asia are about abundance and possibility and potential. So it's, it's interesting to look at it through that lens of the place has a particular, you know, thread that runs through, through everything. Yeah,
0: that's so interesting to hear. And I know, like just thinking now too, Oh, that's why I'm drawn to this type of plant. And I know on your Instagram, you put, you know, what the different flowers and why you're drawn to it. And I think that that's very helpful too to understand because you can be drawn to different essences. Like I was drawn to the uh, redwood for a reason that you don't know, but I feel like they're sending these little messages to you of like that you need their support
1: for sure yeah and they're so i mean god like i've been doing this work for 20 some years and i never ceases to amaze me that there's such kind of complexity and sophistication you know you could have we might have 25 or 30 flower essences it, you know, of our entire library collection, we might have 25 flower essences that all work on abandonment, let's say. But the way they get there or the expression or manifestation of it is different. Um, yeah. It's so interesting. And it's like, I don't even know if words really cover the full extent of it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone
0: resonates with a different plant. I know for essential oils, at least too, like not everyone is affected the same way, and you right. know, everyone's individual like interpretation of that. Um, right. So that right. definitely comes into play. But you have so many different like single essences, and then I wanted to hear you talk about you know the different ways to use them because I've just started you know, to do them internally. Um, but I know that you have different sprays. And so I wanted to see, like, in what case would you use internal support from the, um, the remedies or external?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, let's see, we have we have blends and we have singles. I usually recommend for people just starting to take flower essences, to start with blends because you're gonna see the results very quickly you know which is nice you don't want it to be like oh, i'm taking a multivitamin and i don't know might be helping me <laughs> you know yeah. like i really want people to feel within three days whoa yes this is doing something i feel it so the blends are really helpful to kind of come at an issue from a lot of different angles and you know it's like having a bouquet um and then in those blends there are three different levels there's the first six which are more about stabilization and things you need right now there's the second six which more about like deeper exploration and then the third six which are more like final kind of freedom and cleanup the singles are much more targeted they go right to the root um they can appear more subtle but then they can also appear more fierce um so There may be more of a propensity for a healing crisis with the single flowers or also sort of like, is it even working? I don't really know if it's working. Sometimes that happens more often with the singles. And then those are the elixirs. So that's just the straight flower remedy by itself in alcohol and honey and water. And... Then we mix them together with mists in aromatherapy, like aromatherapy mists, as well as anointing oils, which is more like a, a natural perfume. We have a, like a high essential oil uh, percentage on those. And then we make serums, which are more like a body oil and basalts. So it's a kind of like, Ooh. Um, you know, like whatever way you're going to get it in you. You know, some people just really want the good smelling stuff and they can have that experience and get the benefits of flower remedies other people feel like no i got some major stuff to work on and i want to like uproot it now Mm -hmm. um that type that type of person usually gravitates more towards elixir because even though they work equally as effectively like it doesn't matter it's going in or on your body it's all in your energy system we tend to think of like oh i took it internally it's more effective or something. And I, you know, I know that's not necessarily true, but I do the same thing. If there's major issues I'm working on inside of myself, I go for the elixir. And then I use the mists and the anointing oils and serums and basalts as like a support and also to sort of anchor in, you know, the abundance in the present moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's I'm very important to myself
0: yes yeah i'm excited to hear you have the bath salts that's something i definitely want to try and and like incorporate that in these rituals and i agree the internal i don't know why it feels like you know you're taking medicine in a way like you are from the plant but it does seem to go very deep um, in that sense, but I love that you have different sprays. I know that support different goals, like your projects and abundance I've seen. Um, What would you say is like what you're using right now and loving the most? Oh
1: my God. Um. (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, Let's see. Well, we have we have a monthly subscription program, so I'm always kind of most intrigued by whatever the flower of the month is, um, because <clears throat> it's kind of like what everyone in, in the global collective is needing right now <clears throat> to really kind of shift the dial. So I'm always really obsessed with that. This month, I'm working with Johnny Jump Up, which is like, come on, you know, I almost don't, don't like the name. It's like, this is such a silly. But it is the one of the most ferocious flowers. Holy mackerel! I'm kind of floored at how how fierce it is. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's just interesting. A lot of people in the community have been saying that they've been experiencing rage or screaming into a pillow or you know trying to figure out how to get this rage feeling out of them. And it's like, wow. From a flower called Johnny jump up <laughs> like how silly is that you know it's a pansy it's a pansy it's like okay <clears throat> but um there's something new that I'm really excited about and I've also been putting that in every you know water coffee tea um it's a secret it hasn't even come out yet we just barely put it on the website but maybe by the time you publish this podcast it'll be ready to roll um in a broader format but it's called sacred body and it's nine flowers that hmm, it's like a really rapid cleanse you know it just um, gets rid of any sort of toxicity actually in the physical body as well as in subtle body you know you hear homeopaths talking about miasms or kind of like things that get stuck in your aura Mm -hmm. that can create Physical problem. So, this is really the first remedy that we've made with a more physical target where it's like, we want you to be pooping regularly. We want to clear out your lymphatic system. We want to, you know, be moving the stuff through your body and whatever is no longer needed. We want to support your body to eliminate it immediately. Um, so that's, there's a good amount of colloidal silver in that remedy also for helping, you know, get rid of any sort of nanoparticles that your body doesn't need or shouldn't be there. And then it pairs with a, we call it a Wei Qi facial mist. It's, it's all colloidal silver with those same flower essences. So you can spray it right on your face, in your nose, in your mouth. Uh, and, and then we also put night blooming jasmine in it. So it's like over-the-top decadent, like ridiculously decadent, because we really want people to use it a lot and, and really just support their bodies in their natural strength and healing ability. Yeah, that sounds so needed right
0: now. I love that you're tapped in to know what the collective is looking for support with, because I I see that, you know, coming up, like the detoxing and what you're saying, like the colloidal silver, that's something I've been looking at. So that's very, very exciting.
1: Yeah, it's fun to be able to support people in that way. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, I, I feel like every couple of weeks it's changing, <clears throat> like redwoods really popular right now. And um, flowers that kind of have been, You know, not really in the highlight lately, like white columbine and the Grand Tetons and a lot of flowers for just like total overwhelm or anger and rage or feeling abandoned and left out. Those are some themes that I've seen recently. It's funny how things kind of all kind of come up at once, right? Yes. Yes, and that you can see, like,
0: the themes, like, everyone is kind of going through it on the individual level, and then the collective level, now it feels even more true that we're going through it similar. Um, Yeah. And I saw that you have also, like, an animal support coming, or you have it already.
1: Yeah, we we had so many people ask us about flower essences for pets, and... It was really fun. It's just fun to put something out like that. I mean, we recommend anything you're taking. Your pet probably needs it. <laughs> but we came out with uh, infinite love and inner peace and joy juice for, you know, pets when when they have sibling jealousy, when you get another pet or past trauma or you go on vacation. and the They need it too.
0: Yeah, that's very exciting to move towards that and incorporate that too, because, you know, they're beings too and they can get the support as well. So I, th- I thought that was very, very exciting. Um, and people looking for these natural ways to support. Yeah. Their pets, um, yeah. Especially, and you have an online education program that um, I'd love to learn more about that and what goes into it.
1: Oh yeah, that is on the brink of being released probably, if not this weekend, the next weekend. So it'll probably be ready by the time this comes out. And it is a collection of, it's a beautiful 2020 project, right? When everybody just sort of went within and said, what am I good at? What am I here for? What am I, like distill everything down to the most important thing. And we decided that for us, it was education and really spreading the beauty and Healing potential of flower essences. So it's, um, there, the series is four different modules. The first one is 108 minutes. The second one might be closer to two hours. And it's essentially, it's like if you were to sit down with me and I were just to like download everything I know about flower remedies, um, in very like short, snappy, interesting videos with, um, you know, eBooks and worksheets and digital wallpapers and things that go along with like flower rituals. So you can really hmm, like bring it into yourself because it, from my perspective, flower remedies are not really about knowledge. Like it's not really, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Like if you know that this flower is for that or this flower is for that, For me, it feels more like this is a journey into yourself, like you're going to be learning about yourself. Yes, the medium is through flowers and the flowers unlock parts of yourself, but it's really an education in in you, you know, and the complexity of you and the beauty of you and the self-discovery of you, as well as the more practical aspects of like, how can we use flower remedies as catalysts for, for accelerated personal growth? how does it work? What's the science? Um, You know, how do we use them for birth and death and everything between Uh, how do we support our families and friends with rituals that support them? Yeah. So it's kind of like the ultimate download of everything.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I totally agree. It's like you could Google everything about you know a flower and and learn it that way but this is more so like that inner knowledge and how that's interacting with the essences so I love that you've structured it that way and shared your knowledge and wisdom that you've you know accumulated which all sounds very intuitive too like did you have formal training or was it you know you learning as you go?
1: both i had formal training from an expert in flower essences from madrid spain Mm
0: -hmm. i was
1: lucky enough to run into him in mexico he taught exclusively in spanish i was lucky to understand at the time spanish or you know in spanish and yeah he inspired me because he was like if we can get three percent of the world's population actively taking these remedies it will change the course of the future of this planet wow. Um, and he wasn't really specific about how, but I was like, yes, absolutely. And at a certain point I, I took my practice back to the U S and that was a whole other process. You know, like the first 10 years were working with his essences and testing myself and building my intuition. And, you know, I would do all these little tests with clients cause I was just seeing clients one-on-one and it would start out with like, I'd have all the essences, but I wouldn't see the labels, and I didn't know what they were. And I would listen to a client's story, and then I would just pick, mm. and I would tell them what it was for, and they might. And I saw this is a really weird one. You didn't talk about this, but I got this, and they were like, "Oh my god, I forgot to mention!" Wow. <laughs> and then I would start testing like before they came, I would pull them all out and put them on the table. Um. So it was more like a process of just learning to trust myself, and that I wasn't crazy. And that led to, you know, then maybe I could collect my own flower essences. And all of that has been a a self-taught, self-experienced, empirical kind of journey, I guess you could say, added to that figuring out how to run a business, how to grow a team, how to do marketing, events, accounting, you know, all the weird business stuff that is also Yeah,
0: Yeah, and then that's a whole other part of it too. And I mean, I just want to share that your brand I feel is is so on point it's so inviting and um what's the word like I love that it's just about love and education too that that just comes through um, Mm -hmm. as well so I'm very inspired by what you've built and what you continue to build and um and I would love to know and share with my listener like where can we find you online
1: You can find us at Lotus, like the flower, and then wei.com, lotusway.com. And you can find us in all the major social media channels. And I would also just share that we have amazing, like we have the best customer service ever. And if there's ever anyone out there who's like, I don't know what I need. What do I need? I need help. We offer consultations or you can call us or you can email. um, And we just absolutely we just absolutely love to connect people with, you know, the right flowers that will unlock freedom for them. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's perfect.
0: That there is that support there um, as people are starting to use these. And I love that idea of three percent of the world using essences um, can really make a shift. So Hope this conversation inspires uh, my listener to look into this world of flower essences and dive a little deeper with your education program you have. I know you have a book, too,
1: um,
0: that I actually stumbled across on my weekend trip, um, which was so funny um, that we're having this conversation. But I just want to share how honored I am to have had you on this podcast and excited to see
1: what's next for you. Oh my God, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being such a generous and kind host and um, helping to spread the message of the flowers because honestly, if you're out there listening and you haven't tried them, I don't know how you're surviving. <laughs> do yourself a favor and experience a little more ease. I mean, God, they just, it's a game changer. So thank you so much, Emily, for supporting our work. You're so welcome, Katie.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did, I would love to hear from you in a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts.